I've really wanted to dive into the redistricting process because it's something that can seem like a really abstract concept if you're not really tuned into politics. It happens every 10 years with the census and because of COVID, the census was delayed and all these different things. So it's kind of been something out of the news cycle, but it's something that's really heated up in the Florida legislature right now, as it has in many other states as well. I was looking at different congressional maps that were being proposed and different maps from the House and the Senate in Florida. And then the governor actually proposed his own map for Congress which is not an unprecedented step, but it's a rare step for a governor to do. And that's significant because the maps pass as bills, so they need to be signed by the governor. And he's hinted at a veto. He's hinted at vetoing if the maps don't match his, which right now they don't. Um, The Senate map that they passed does not match the one that DeSantis has. But um, looking at those maps, I tried to see where potentially things were shaking up. And one of those shakeups was in the 5th Congressional District, which runs from Tallahassee all the way east to Jacksonville. And through that, there's a small town called Madison. From there, my research continued. Madison is a demographically Black town in one of Florida's Black districts. And that district would be wiped off the map, basically, under DeSantis's plan. So that's where I really started with my reporting was there and just digging and going on the streets there and talking to people. And can you describe Madison, Florida to me? What's the area like? It's really, really small. I made the mistake of going on a Monday and everything in town was closed. I drove there from Gainesville. It was about an hour and 45 minutes and no one was there (laughs) because it's a really small town. Nothing's open on Sundays or Mondays. Like the perspective is there's one strip of like businesses and the rest is like a little bit of suburb and then land. It's got a population of about 3,000 people and it's in Madison County, which is mostly rural. So it's literally right off of I-10 and that's the only way that you can get there. Can you take me through a little bit more about your reporting process and some of the information that you learned? I went and looked at where redistricting stands right now or at the time. Um, in the legislature where what things have been passed, what was happening, what was being affected. And then after that, I started reaching out to the congressperson who represents it, um, Al Lawson, who would likely not be in office if DeSantis's plan passes, because the voting demographics and everything just don't favor a Democrat in the newly drawn district he'd be in. But I, I reached out to his office about like a comment and they had issued a statement. They directed me to that, um, reached out to the governor's office for comment. And they, they referred me to their statement on it because it has been like a hotly contested thing from a political standpoint, like between the parties and then going on the streets and talking to people. Can you tell me a little bit about the differing perspectives you heard from on this issue? So the demographics of the area for the city itself in Madison are majority Black. So uh, with that, it's majority Democratic. And it was actually surprising as I went and talked to people, a lot of the business owners, it's a it's a demographic that mostly leans, leans right anyways with small business owners. But there's like a hard Trump support group like in Madison because Madison County itself is red. So it's like a small blue town in a, like a red county. 
so it was pretty polarizing actually talking to people you would get people who i showed them like it's it's a quote in the story you show them the map like proposed and current it's like what do you think of this change and there was somebody who's like hell yeah like i'm all for that and then some people like another person i talked to named billy he looked at that and was like that's just undermining the democratic process like that's not representative of the area like what the district is it was really a mixed reaction i wouldn't necessarily say like people were angry it's more so frustration there was a, a source on my story his name was jerome weish he's a 73 year old i believe long like lifelong resident of madison and he's like the city manager right now the sense i got from him was more so like exhaustion because it's been a fight like their his entire life for representation in you know government and he's saying that like losing that could be like having to start over again and it's just probably frustrating and has there been any updates or new information that you've learned since your story was released after it came out was when it was sent to like the uh the bills the joint resolution between the house and senate for the maps was sent to the house floor to be voted on they did a second reading there was an amendment proposed and they tabled it and they're talking about it again today on uh wednesday the second and it's probably not going to get passed until sometime next week because the governor's office is interjected again and they asked the florida supreme court for an opinion on specifically the 5th district which is what the story is about because the desantis administration as you as it were like they claim it's a like has this, as it stands right now the 5th district is an unconstitutional gerrymander now that district was redrawn halfway through last decade because it was ruled an unconstitutional gerrymander it was drawn from like north florida through central florida like a snake it was kind of crazy and they redrew it the way it was and it was approved by the supreme court but in their defense the supreme court is built very different now than it was in i think 2015 the governor is hoping for a favorable ruling in that sense and then once i would say there's an opinion from the supreme court they could move to draw different maps it's going to it's going to end up being a kind of a standoff between the governor and the legislature which is also the legislature is controlled on both sides by republicans but they still haven't passed a map that reflects desantis's map that he wants which is going to be an awkward situation where if it gets to his desk and it's not what he sees is there a standoff between party leadership and republicans in the state what would you say is the significance or biggest takeaway people should have from your story in the united states congress florida has 27 i believe uh representatives it'll be 28 after the census there are five black representatives from the state of Florida four of which are democrats one is a republican and under DeSantis's plan the black representative from this area that represents a mostly black district would no longer be in congress likely like i don't believe he would win his election in a new district and the district itself which is Tallahassee through Jacksonville is almost a majority black it's like 49% that representation would go away so you're talking about black representation being reduced and critics from the, of this idea would tell you that it you know reduces minority representation and suppresses people's voices is there anything else that you feel is important for people to know on this topic as a whole 
these changes stay in place, barring a Supreme Court ruling on a district for 10 years at least. And it can affect the way legislatures vote and the way Congress votes for a long time, um, at least until the next census happens. Stay informed and follow the coverage because I do plan on having other stories about redistricting.